On this episode of Pennies Going In Raw, we've got another midweek extravaganza, and we are going to discuss some big swings and do a lot of Q&A. Let's go. Hey, yo, check one, two. This is Flavor Flav in the building for the Atlas crew. Atlas trading, what the fuck is up? They're traders, they're prodigies, and then there's legends. Rob, 4%, baby. No way. 4% fucking percent. by the fucking dip. Hey, who told me about IDEX? Like, dude, what the fuck? Like, someone just made, like, a lot more money than me on my trade. You find out, life's this game of pennies. Did you check the portfolio? Pennies. 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 The margin for error is so small. I bet Warren Buffett never did that. And they out here making money right now off of penny stocks. The two guys is putting their work to make y'all rich. The pennies we need are everywhere around us. Time to think big. Pennies going in raw. Featuring Dan, Deity It Dips, and Hugh Honey. Produced by Vinny Strokes, baby. Welcome to the Penny Stock Podcast presented by the Blazing Chronicle. Today is Wednesday, August the 2nd. You idiot. It's September. Well, it certainly still feels like August, man. Uh... Nothing, you know, I was hoping that the the second September 1st started, it was like just money was going to start growing on trees. Yeah, fuck September. Yeah, well, it's only day two, buddy. Yeah, well, fuck it. You, you're not having a good September, man? Dude, no. I had the great August 31st, and then just the last two days, just bent me over, slipped me sideways, gave me a d- and just... Oh my god. <laughs> Anyways, um I'm sorry everyone had to picture that. So he he had a bad week. A lot of people would say that he's down a quarter of a million dollars. I prefer to say that he's down two Ferraris, a <laughs> lovely house, a, a amazing vacation that could last a, a year. But you know he is—he's down a little bit, and we're all here for him in this in this time. So uh, you know it's okay that maybe you guys just should unfollow him. I blame it on college. He's, he's lost his touch. Okay. Oh yeah, it's college's fault. What happened to no excuses? Oh, uh, it's different. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's different this time. Okay. Yeah, but well, we should discuss our swings regardless if they're doing well or not, because that's what the midweek episode is for. So let's do that. What are your biggest swings right now? How are they doing? And I'll tell you one thing. One of my biggest swings, Mr. SPAC, Mr. Fisker, is doing a fantastic job today. It is it is looking like 15 could happen, but I, I won't jinx it. No, 15's going to happen. Hey, and another thing, EVFM. That one's looking like that 350 is being breached. Is it? Yep, 347 right now, oh, man. I know that's one of your biggest You things. sexy oh son gosh. of a bitch. I'll tell you what, EVFM, you really had me going for a minute there. Because four times you didn't want to break 350, but you know what? I knew you had it in you. Yes, you did. You sexy, sexy. It still thing. hasn't done it. Don't you worry. I believe in her. I believe in her. Listen, we gave her the pep talk. Okay, cool. So uh, have you came up with anything new on EVFM since the last time you updated uh, your, your position on that one? Nah, she's just going to go to 13. Thirteen dollars. Wow, that is quite the increase. <laughs> so, I, I know we're both in EVFM and SPAC, and you talked about DVAX. That one dropped a lot. It went all the way down to five forty-five, and then today it went all the way down to five ten. 
it has bounced incredibly well. It's actually back to 564. What do you think about uh, that one's action today? And and, and can, do you have anything more aside from what you read last week? Uh, no, that one really, whew, I'll tell you, that one contributed very fairly well to the uh, to the dip in the old portfolio ski. And uh, that's okay. I've just been accumulating. Uh, we're still far ways out, so it's this isn't like a balls deep UAVS play, like I said uh, what was it yesterday. So, but that's okay. I'm fine with waiting on it. Um, I think it, I like the potential that it has. Uh, if it really, really, really starts to break down, and I feel like there's a huge institutional seller because that is a bigger stock than what we usually play. Uh, it's getting a lot of volume right now. I mean, it is steady uprising. Yeah, 565. That's, oh, yeah. It's, it's chugging along, man. Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, yeah. Roar. Um, <laughs> uh, another one that... Uh, yeah, keep going on DVAX. No, I was just going to say that like, I'm not I'm not balls deep in it. I do. I am down a good chunker in it. Uh, that's, that's definitely... That's definitely been... That's definitely helped my portfolio take a dive in the past two days. But we have time. I like the potential. It's a real stock. It's market cap's like $2 billion or something. So we have time. But I want to know if like that, that huge dip, I want to know if that was an institutional seller or what was going on there because I wasn't just regular selling. So I'll keep an eye on it. But right now, I'm confident in it. We have some time, and I'm okay with being early. All right, neat. And next on our little swing list, I actually recently got back in HTGM. I saw it around 34. Uh, and it was getting a lot of attention around like 36, 37. It went up to the 40s and now it dropped back down. So I kind of hopped back in that one and I'm, I'm seeing where it can go. And I like the 34 as a nice little load zone for it. Nice. Um, let's see. And next... Uh, SXTC is now like a quarter. Uh, I don't even consider it like a stock anymore. I hate it. And then AVGR. I I think it'd be a good time. Maybe a little AVGR update? Sunday. Okay. He's holding off. He's holding off. I am. So so we have time. We have time to load more, right? I have a a detailed plan. It's three pages long. Okay. Holy shit. Okay. Well, next podcast, I guess we'll just title it AVGR. (laughs) Um... And lastly, Ahmed, uh, you know, had a conference today and, you know, such a good conference that people didn't know it was a good conference and it dropped a little bit. So we trimmed down a little, a little size. <laughs> but uh, other than that, that's about all, all the things I'm swinging right now. And that's what we got. And I think other than that, is that, is that all you have? Or you have any new ones? Or what's uh, No, I'm working on three potential plays. But, uh, you know, your boy is back in school. So he is a tad bit busier than usual. Um, he's also fighting with the college to graduate. So Who, who's winning that fight? Yeah, bitch, I'm gonna win that fight. They ain't, I got bonds. All right, I'm a. They, they owe me. They pay me. Oh wow! So you're on scholarship? <laughs> Hell no! I got like the lowest GPA <laughs> inside the entire school. Well. Well, that's uh, that's what happens whenever you're getting paid to go to college. It's called it's called scholarship. No, I have bonds. Oh, okay. Yeah, dude, I'm gonna own the college. <laughs> uh, okay, so we do have a lot of questions in this uh, thing that I tweeted like three hours ago. You, you want to just rock and roll it? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yo, listen, I want to apologize to you because I was pissed at you all day, not all day, but. <laughs> when I called you and you were like, oh, I'm down $40. And I was like, 
Oh wow, Dan, you poor thing. I did. I didn't say I was. I was down a lot more than forty dollars. You said, <laughs> but I'm glad to hear that since you you're so rich that you just can't relate to you know the the normal guy anymore. It sucks, man. I, you know, I miss the old you before UAVS and everything, and you know, it was just so different. I, I remember, I miss you the GHSI here. <laughs> Why? What was that? But, was that the humbler? More humble? Oh, EVFM three forty nine. Break that shit. Break it. Break it. N- no, GHSI here actually never responded to my DM. So maybe I take it back. Yeah, that's true. Um, I mean, I should go back to okay, that. Okay, so no, don't. <laughs> um, so very, you're gonna be like, whoa, what the fuck? This guy's an asshole. Um, very first question. It's from Thick Teddy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I swear. Um, what's Hugh's favorite scanner setups? Hugh? I'm asking you all of them. So, you know, if you get mad at one because you've been asking a thousand times, let him know. Don't call him names. I, but, dude, I don't have a know. temper. I know, I don't have a temper. Right. Yeah, you're very cool, common collector. Yeah, of course. So what's your favorite scanner setup? Uh, it depends. Day trading or swing trading? Swing trading. Uh, well... I'll look for things that are beat down. So perfect example of this is rumble. Um, I look for, you guys know that I love both um, technical analysis combined with fundamental. So something that has revenue going up and something that has revenue going up, but the stock's been hit. So rumble, perfect example, revenue was up 400%. The stock was... That, that's crazy. I uh, I do the same thing when I look for women. I look for uh, ones that have been emotionally beat down with uh, good financials. <laughs> that... that <laughs> how, how does that work out for you? I'm single. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah. So, I look for things that, you know, where the balance sheet's in- increasing and the balance sheet's getting prettier, but... Um, the stock is down. So Rumble, like I said, perfect example, revenue was up 400%, but the stock was down 97%. That was a layup. Easy, easy peasy. So swing trading, that's one of the scanners that I enjoy. Another one is something that's been beat really down. Um, just really anything that's beat down because if it, because it, I'll get a, I'll get a list of like 30 things that are beat down. And then based on that, based on that list, I'll look, start looking for catalyst because chart is one of the most important things. So that's really important to me. Um, did you say day trading or you don't want me to do day trading? Uh, yeah, go ahead. Do day trading too. That's okay. Okay. Never mind. Damn, y'all missed it. Um, his next one was, when will you 1v1 me to see who gets the ass tattoo? One, uh, I didn't say it was going to be an ass tattoo. Two, you... Put that in your thing. I don't have a fucking voting thing. I'm not getting a tattoo. <laughs> um, next one. How do you find stocks? Do you look at chart scanners or look for ones with Catalyst? Uh, and this is from the guy that does our editing logos. So you can't be mean to him. Either. No, is that Zeus? And what Catalyst are you looking for? If scanners, what info are you searching Is that for? Zeus? So, yes. So, yeah. Basically, I find I find stocks a few different ways. You guys got to... I harp on this, but you got to keep a detailed notes because stocks have multiple catalysts throughout the year. NOVN is a favorite. UAVS is a favorite. Any biopharma usually has a few catalysts every single year. 
Um, so it's really important that you keep detailed notes so that you don't have to go find new tickers and then you're finding that ticker again. If you know that they just initiate a phase three and the phase three will take 25 weeks, well, then guess what? In half a year, there's your next catalyst. So you have to keep really detailed notes. And then if like during the summer, FDA is usually pretty quiet. Um, there's not as many catalysts. So that's when you go searching for new things. And like I said, I usually look for charts first. Then I go for, you know, I usually look for charts and then I start looking for catalysts. Um, what was this other one? If catalyst, what catalysts are you looking for? So I trade biopharmas are my favorite because I feel like that's just what I trade really well. That's kind of like, like it, that's what I trade really well. Some people like to trade balance sheets. They like to trade earnings, but I feel like biopharmas are more of my thing. Um, and then what info are you searching for? Um, I like to try and understand, if I'm trading a biopharma, I like to try and understand. So the reason that I didn't get an LPCN, but I got a TRVN was because I understood what TRVN, I understood the science behind TRVN and LPCN, I didn't like what I was, I didn't like the science behind it. So hence why I held through TRVN and why I didn't hold through LPCN. Okay. Very interesting. Uh, this is from Captain Dank Sparrow. Do you have strategies for trading through a halt? Also, fully expect the lads to put bar analogies into live action for Dip's birthday. At Hugh Henney, he doesn't just need trading help, big dog. <laughs> I have you know, I could... I, I Hugh will, will pray there is a woman in sight that even notices him once I'm there. Dude. So, I, strategies for trading through... Uh, okay, he wants to talk to me about listen, his... his. So let's get something right, okay? Yeah, let's. I'm not, I'm not, a, you know, I'm not looking for any women. In fact, women... I don't notice women, okay, Dan? <laughs> but for you, when you come up here, I'll turn the charm on... For you. For you. You're welcome. You're going to hit on me? No, I'm not going to hit on you, but I'm going to show you how it's done. I'm going to... Hi, ladies. This is my friend Dan. He's... This is my TD Ameritrade account. <laughs> this, this is my friend Dan. Yeah, dude. Okay. The, yeah, okay. If he doesn't bring up how much money he has, <laughs> this is... This is easy. Unless in New Jersey they just speak a different language, I think I'll be all right. <laughs> Dude, listen, I'll help you. I'll help you. I'll help you. Thank, thanks, you. They're gonna, I'm gonna come up there and they're gonna see a true Southern gentleman. <laughs> I'm gonna show them a good night. I can't wait to show them um, your workout videos. Um, shut the fuck <laughs> up. Do you have a strategy for trading through a hole or not? Uh, yeah, I set my. I set my, oh, this is, this is good. This is good. This is my bread and butter. Set your limits for when it unhots, because when it unhots, chances are you won't get the time, you won't get the chance to, when, when it unhots, it usually halts very quickly right after. Immediately. Yeah. yeah. So if you have your limit set, then it'll either hit or you can move them around much faster. Yeah, I like to have like a bunch of them. I'll, I'll say, I mean, because you just never know how high it's going to go and have some ridiculously high yeah. ones just in case. Yeah, exactly. And then, uh, yeah, it's just also a good time to, I mean, depending on the news, I mean, you have a good bit of time, at least like 15 minutes to 
search up on it and you can decide and find out the general consensus of what people think it's going to do. And, you know, it's a good time to, to sell a good bit. Yeah. Um, and there's also, you know, so many different types of halts. Uh, it, it also depends, you know. Mm-hmm. Why does the sun come up? Are the stars just pinholes in the curtain of night? Who knows Highlander? Uh, Carrie Palmer, I'm not, I'm not, why the sun come up? <laughs> I don't think neither me or you know that one. No, I like, there can um, only be one. That's okay, continue. Uh, <laughs> what was your parents' reaction when y'all started to bank hard from Mr. Stonks 10? Well, I haven't started banking too, too hard, but, uh, my parents are so like, not really too impressed. Like, okay, a hundred thousand. Good job, son. Should have went to college. But, you know, whatever. They'll get over it. Uh, my parents think I'm a broke college kid. Why do they think that? Um, no, I'm just kidding. I didn't tell them until I was up like 600,000 one time. So. What was their reaction? No, you? You can't even spell. I was like, that really? Really? And, uh, and then they were like, what? And then I made them, then they were all pissed because I made them like 20 grand. They were like the hell are you doing for us we birthed you so then i had to open them and i can what all these are directed to you damn it what strategy does you use in identifying options trades oh boy (laughs) i'm not crying um okay so i trade option okay i have two strategies that i like one i use based on supply and demand elliott wave theory overnight gapper and the other one I use when I'm bored and just need to play some charts. So if there's some serious volatility to the relative volume and I see a gamma gap or I like what I'm seeing, then with the chart, so you know this is when you got to be good at charting, then I will basically day trade options like you would day trade a penny stock, but... You can obviously take big size with options. Just know that they're so much more volatile and the underlying price can get messed up with the gammas so and the theta. So that's why I do not hold them overnight. Um, but I will day trade them during the summer when penny stocks are much more slow. Why an LLC is an investor, how to best utilize it. Oh, that last one was from Trading Platypus. This one is from Joe and Bikes. Uh, we'll go over this more in the in the tax episode, but if you want to touch on it kind of kind of sl- small here. Uh no, cuz there's it, we need we, we need a full episode because there's there's gotcha. too much to each side. This one's a good one. And guess who it's directed to? Hugh. Okay, it's from Matt Left. Hugh constantly talks about the importance of learning to chart. Where are the best resources to learn to do so? I, I mean, Atlas, I think we have 12,000 hours of charting. I mean, of uh, education. Uh, I know a lot of us will put the charts in the trading floor. But just some things that I feel like everybody should know is ascending, descending triangle, um, support resistance, relative volatility, um, oscillators, um, Bollinger Bands. If you know how to do either Bollinger Bands, oscillators, or a VWAP, um, like a technique based on that, then you'll be fine. You don't need to know all three. In fact, you shouldn't use all three. You, sh- I, I would suggest sticking to one. A lot of people like like an oscillator cross strategy, 
or like a VWAP bounce strategy, ascending, uh, descending triangles. If you can do one of, if you can do something like that, and you know that well, then you'll be perfectly fine. So that's really important, and I think that if you can just, if you can learn those things, and you can learn all of that on YouTube. So like I said, you. You should definitely know support and resistance. That should be number one. Relative volume, volume overall, everything, any, any video that has volume is good. Um, like I said, oscillator, if you want oscillators, and VWAP you should definitely know, and if you want Bollinger Bands. And the reason I say those three is because I feel like for the most part, traders use one or the other when it comes to those three, but... If you know how to eat a little bit about each three, then you can make the best informed decision. All right, cool. Um, so yeah, just if you'll go back and and just read those and or learn up on those, uh, you'll come back next week and we'll provide you with some more things to learn. So and we'll have homework for you. <laughs> we actually won't. Um, okay, next one. Advice on playing really low float stocks and halts. So we already kind of went over the halts, but uh, what about low float stocks? Is anything anything different that you would recommend? Uh, yeah, your entries especially. Um, Important. Yeah, I mean, your entry on low floats is everything. It's almost like options. I, I, can, I treat options and low floats the same. Your entry has to be everything. Yeah, I mean, you can lose. So there's so much potential uh, to go up or down in both of them. Uh, he also asked, Hugh mentioned a gamma gap in the last pod. Would like you to have a follow-up. So anything you can follow up on gamma gap? Yeah, we can totally do... Um, a Greeks, you know, little small segment one podcast. I just don't know if everyone would love that. Um, but the option, yeah, we can just do it like a quick ten minute. Yeah, we can little segment. Yeah, uh, because the Greeks can be super confusing. But I think that if we took like some time, because it's not like a one one sentence answer. But basically, the gamma of an option is expressed as a percentage and reflects the change in the delta. So you, if you don't know delta, then you're not going to know what gamma is. And if you don't know delta, you know what I mean. So then you'd have to know what theta was. Yeah. So we can do like a small mini segment one week. Yeah, I mean, I was I was in a frat, so of course I know it. <laughs> Okay, so NS Analytic, we uh, will get you a whole segment. How about that? You get a car, you get a car. Um, Mr. Kenneth Powers asks, who actually let the dogs out? Hey, 351 on the EVFM. Let's go. Time to fucking run. Finally. Let's go, motherfuckers. Go. Okay. Um, Yeah, long story short, I was really drunk. I got home. I left the gate open. The dogs are gone. We have no clue where they are, and I'm so sorry to the house owners. Um, Breathe Carolina asked, how much do you pay Hugh Haney to say he's your friend online? How do you stay so fit? Is it hard to go outside now with all this fame? Obviously, this is a three-part question. Um, See, that's what sucks about Hugh is he has too much money that I can't bribe him to do anything. Uh, so that sucks. How do I stay so fit? Um, just extreme regime, uh, workout regimen, uh, the eating habits of Michael Phelps. I mean, it's, it's dedication, really. I think that's that's most of it. Is it hard to go outside now with all this fame? Yeah, that's actually why I stay, never leave my house. Um, <clears throat> so I think that is all summed up that your question, Mr. Carolina. And also, uh, Mr. Carolina, we do have a question for you. If you're free the last week of September weekend, we, we'd like to formally invite you to 
to the the New Jersey Fury Bash, but but you guys are basically just background music the whole time, and you guys just like ban it, you know. So we'd appreciate that. Uh, thank you for the question. Uh, Mr. Incredible Bob 1974 says, what came first, the chicken or the egg? Um, I think he would have to answer that one. Well, if we're talking phil- philosophically, because I, I am a very deep, deep and philosophical thinker. Um, mm-hmm. I believe <clears throat> that the egg actually, because eggs are full of calcium, right? Yeah. So I think that during... When the world froze over, that a cow right. pissed out, you know, milk, and next question <laughs> is from Slays Bars. Hello, I'm looking for literature, both technical analysis and something like The Big Short. Any recommendation would be appreciated. Okay, for the one like The Big Short, uh, the Turtle Traders is a good one. It's about trading. I think he should probably stop recommending it for people when they're like, "How can I learn how to chart and and trade better?" He's like. Read this fucking novel about guys trading, like, a lot of money. So, maybe, you do you have any... You have a technical book, don't you? Or Gary did. Gary does. Yeah. I'm too cheap we to buy We need to anything. find that out. But, yeah, the, the Turtle Chairs is a good one for, like, uh, reading purposes, but it doesn't really teach you as much. No, 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 but it's really... It gives a good insight. Okay, here's one. Love the last episode. Sadly, I didn't adopt those philosophies until I was already back holding a fair amount. Do I just sell it all and restart with my 35 to 40% loss or hold until the market heats back up as we go into September with the hope that I recoup some losses? You go first. The f- I, this question's from me, dude. Oh, okay. No, I'm just playing. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, just sell half. Like, if, like we always say, you know, if you're worried, sell some. Uh, and if it goes up, goes down. You know, at least uh, you still have some or you don't have as much, depending on which way it went. Yeah, I usually just take my loss on the chin. You know, take it like a man. You know what I mean? It's like it's like when you're in the bar and you're under and you're 17 and you use the fake ID and you get past the first bouncer. Okay, and you get past the first Somalian bouncer who's six, seven 320 and you're like yeah I'm the man and then you walk up to the bar only to find out that he's the one with the black light that can figure out that's really fake and then you get tossed on your ass in front of a girl that you told you were 23 to and she was 27 and dude you're 17 hitting on a fucking 27 year old (laughs) I didn't say this was a real story about me um, uh, well, I know, but it's still impressive. You know what? I it was impressive until until he got tossed on his ass, um, right? And then you know you just kind of you say okay, well you know what? I won't go back to that bar for a while, and then you take it on the chin, you wipe yourself off, you go home, you have a beer at home, and then you go to bed, and then you wake up the next day and you start new at a new bar. Okay, great, great analogy there. Um, so I hope that uh, helped you out there, SJ2 or S2J. You have a very good. Do you want me to go? Should I go um, more into more detail? No, I think you covered it all. Um, so CC asks any difference in uh, strategy between stocks bought in an IRA versus taxable broker account? Uh, yeah, in a Roth IRA, can't really benefit off of it for so damn long. Uh, my risk tolerance is, you know, a little different. Whoa, he knows what he's talking about, huh? Me, I mean, you know, here and there, uh, I've 
I know a little bit about Ross Ross Iris. <laughs> but I mean, do you do you have a different answer? Nah. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> Taxes on short-term investing and long-term. That'll be answered later. Here's Johnny in a different podcast. What would you recommend for position sizing on an account below 5k? Do you answer that one? Depends on how confident you are in those stocks, eh? Yeah, it really depends your risk tolerance. All right, if you don't like to, you know, if you don't like to wrestle with bears and you don't like the tingle in the sack, then don't go all in. Um, if you like what you see and you do your own DD and you like what you see, then I don't know, go all in if you want. Uh, if yeah, I do. My my style, I do five stocks, fifteen percent in each, a little cash on hand. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I like that. Yeah, you know, spread it spread it out a little bit. It's safe, especially in this market. I probably wouldn't go fifteen percent in five just because this market kind of stinks. Yeah. Or at least wait till it heats back up. You know, for pennies at least. Yeah, when it heats back up, then we can. Is back your longest hold so far? Uh, for me, I think so. Besides mine, my stock that is four, or yeah, no, one fifth of a penny. Um, but. It actually would cost me more to sell it than I would, you know. So I just hold it. What is your longest hold to you? Ever? Or right now? Yeah. Ever? Ever. Uh, I don't know. I've had Visa for for a while, like maybe two years, three years. Nice. Yeah. Okay. What do you do to relax and keep your mind off the market when needed? Smoke weed, duh. Uh, um, how much should I? What about you? What do, What do you do to relax? What do you, you like right now? I'm laying in bed right you now. You run five miles. Yeah, yeah. I'm laying in bed right now, but yeah, I like to. I like to run. I like to run a lot. Uh, yeah, I like to run. What else do I like to do? I, I feel like such a loser when when I when I get asked these questions because I'm like, what do I do? <laughs> I can't think of anything. Yeah, and then whenever I'm like, he doesn't have a life. He's like, I totally have a life. I do tons of stuff. <laughs> Shoot. Uh, yeah. Okay. I like to run. Do, do you Do you guys notice how uh, like how different he was when he's down a lot of money? He's letting me just answer these questions. He's like, No, nah, dude, you got the Roth IRA question today. <laughs> dude, we you know what it is, dude. I'm fighting with my college. Um, I moved into this place. I'm building furniture at like two a.m. Um, my, I FaceTimed my mom today for the first time since being here. And she goes, huh, you look tired and old. And then she was like, older, older. I was like, dude, what? So yeah, I'm just, it, it's fine. It's fine. Um, what was the, what was the question? I don't even remember. What do you do to relax to the, on the mind, on the market when needed? Uh, yeah, I like to go on runs and I lay in, I take naps. Okay, cool. Uh, how much did you put on the thunder tonight? Um, you know, just just enjoy the end of the series and, and just take it all for just enjoy every moment of it. Don't take it for granted. Live and die with every play. It's going to be amazing. Uh, this one is is pretty, pretty deep. It's by Papa Dark. He says, uh, what is your biggest regret? Oh, God. Um, ever like in like, life, <laughs> getting getting addicted to whippets during college? <laughs> I don't know. Like it, doing whatever I did that made every single one of my exes break up with me. Which that's a story. For, those are stories for a different day. Yes, yeah, that's, that's gonna that's like a whole podcast. Segment. That's gonna be when you come up here. Uh, wait, is, are we talking about trading or just in general, like life? 
I went I went all in, dude. Come on, hit me. Um fuck. Oh, oh mm, nope. Can't say that one. Uh can't say that. No, one. no, no. I'll tell you I'll tell you when you get up here. Uh I'm probably going to college. <laughs> That's fair. I I respect that. Yeah, because like now I'm too far in, but in gen, like now yeah. I'm too far in, but like what I could have done with a hundred thousand, a hundred thousand, so much. Do you guys ever get bored during a trading day? If so, what do you do to stay focused and make the smartest trades possible? Um, we we rail Adderall and just eat it by the by the bag and just plan. Uh, you know, it's just a thing of not over trading, even if you're bored or if it's a quote unquote slow day. Just just know you're playing with money and uh, just stay your route. Yeah, I think actually it's fun. All right, you know it's funny that you say that because today, today I overtraded like a motherfucker, and part of that was because I was bored, and part of that was because I felt like I needed to make money after after you you know because it's the beginning of the month, and I I think I needed today. Um, I think I need a big loss to just remind myself that I can't overtrade. That if shit's not working, just understand that shit's not working. And um, and so I needed to take that big loss to remember not to overtrade and remember that being bored is a fuck ton better than losing someone's salary in minutes. Um, yeah. And so I think that that usually today being the exception, usually that's what usually pops in my head. Like, okay, Hey, if I'm, I can be bored because I can nap, I can work out. I can, you know, call my friends who love me when I call them and, or because anything's better than losing money. So I think that like, and then, and then it gets to a point to where like, I'm like, ah, I'm a beast. I can't lose money. I'm a God. I'm a trading Titan. Bad, bad motherfucker. I'm a bad, bad motherfucker, and then I lose hundred grand. So okay, yeah, um, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, sling it. Let everyone know, man. And next question is from Jack J. Where does he find his tickers when swinging? Uh, I think we kind of answered that earlier. Yeah, uh, you know, taking detailed notes and scanners. Um, okay. In the intro, I think Hugh says someone made more money than him on his trade. Which trade was that? Uh, he actually said that during a stream, uh, and he was complaining about uh, people getting better averages on his trades than he does after he calls them, because he'll call it, and then they dip a little bit, and then everyone else makes more money off his trade. But that that's where the context were. If there's a certain one that stands out, I'm not sure. Uh, yeah, no, 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 no. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, or someone like one guy literally came into my DMs and he was like, he slapped three hundred thousand dollars worth. Um, <laughs> waited for it to go up like ten percent, and they just market sold it all, and it like freaking did so hard. He came to my DM. He was like, dude, thanks so much, man. I made thirty thousand dollars today. And I was like, hell, like, how'd you make $30,000 off that ticker? He was like, oh, dude, I just slapped 300K and then sold it all. And I was like, you motherfucker. Like, you were the one that killed the momentum. Like, it was like 1 p.m. and he just market sold 300,000 worth. And uh, (laughs) I was like, I can't believe this. I just can't believe. He was like, I'd opened up my TD last week. Thanks a lot. I was like, this is, this is, I hate the stock market. I hate the stock market. So yeah, that's what I was okay, referring to. Okay, uh, here's another one. Do you guys have space? S P C E. 
No. I used to. Um, okay. What to expect with taxes? Boom! Tax question. Later episode. Um, still an AVGR? Yes. How much did y'all lose on OTLK? We're smart. We sold most, but still lost a good bit. Yeah. I t- we told you guys not to hold through the entire thing. That it was either going to do one of two things. If it was approved, it was going to go up 200%. If it was not, then it was literally worth like 75 cents, I think I said. Um, so like I, I'll, I tell you guys all the time if I'm holding through something. But if I'm not holding, if I don't, if I don't say like TRVN, I said I was holding through. OTLK, no way. Okay, and that actually is the ending of our questions in the tweet. We did it. We did it without one thing written down for an outline. Yeah, are you Look excited to us. come up here? Me excited, dude? I don't care. I'm not. I'm not excited or anything. I. Uh, I travel the world so much, and not to mention Alabama is like uh, one of the, the nicest areas <laughs> in the world. How many so, times are you going to tell people that we're traitors when we're out? Dude, I went out the other day, and you don't know how difficult it was for me not to mention the how many uh, followers I had on Twitter. <laughs> it was like, it, it was just like, come up. I would just be like, yeah, that's crazy. Can I get a whiskey spray? I have... 27,000 followers on Twitter. Look at it! And, uh, yeah, you know, I mean, I think they were very impressed. They don't know what Twitter is down here, but, you know, I think they I think they know that 27,000 is a big number. So. 27,000? Jesus, that's 27, a lot of 27,000, huh? That's how, much the, that's how much general manager of the Ford up down the street makes. <laughs> Holy shit. All right, what do, you, what do we get? Um, where are we going to make Breathe Carolina drink first? Make them drink? Yeah. Let's do like a... I don't know. I wasn't going to like force them to drink anything. No, dude. Are you good? Oh, I, dude. Oh, my God. I can't wait to show you the, the vodka Mike's Harder Lemonade uh, Orange Juice Special. No. No. Uh, no, you're not. Dude, no. you've seen me no. on streams, man. You dude, see you're not me, ruining you see my place. Got... My place is nice. You're not ruining it. What does what drinking have to do... Dude, those are all like clear drinks except the orange juice. They're going to... My my literal... My apartment's going to be able to smell you and just be like, no, you're ruining me. It's Alabama. Smell... I smell fine, bro. I smell... <laughs> dude, honestly... Look. Say something. I don't sorry. know where I was going with that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, look, man, I'm gonna, I bet Gary, actually, Gary looks like he smells pretty nice, so I won't lie. Uh, I bet those Breathe Carolina emo fuckers smell like shit. <laughs> Dude, do you know they have a touchless oven? A what? A touchless oven. It's like, it's sick. All right, guys, well, that's our show. Thank you for joining Casual Wednesday with the PGIR team. Thanks, guys. Make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel and like and comment on all major platforms. See ya. (laughs) How was that? That was great.